Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. We are coming at you from the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios in the Twin Cities. Thank you for listening. This week is episode 53. And our guest today is Jordan Preston. Hello. (laughs) Jordan has been working in the social media industry for over three years and previously worked in sales. He manages strategy and content for brands like Old Dutch Foods, a national trucking company, and an international motorsports brand. We also have with us today Megan Bergman. Hi, everyone. She is a social media strategist here at Hubbard. And before coming to Hubbard, she worked on content creation for brands like the Minnesota Wild and also a junior Olympic volleyball team. And as always, we have our producer, Pat Lager. Hey! <laughs> um, sorry, Pat doesn't have a microphone stand today. so Yeah, so if you hear me picking up the microphone, I apologize. But it's just so funny trying to watch him. <laughs> Shut up, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're not doing a video podcast yeah, today. Yeah, this is real weird. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Hey Orca. Hey Orca makes social media planning for agencies easy. Our team has used Hey Orca over the past year, and it has made our communication and content distribution process much more seamless as an agency. It's such an easy platform for us and our clients to use. The layout makes it a perfect tool for working both on a day-to-day and month-to-month basis. It allows you to lay out content in an easy-to-understand dashboard. Not only is that content calendar straightforward when plugged into Hey Orca, but when it's approved, that content is scheduled to automatically go out on all of your platforms. The approval process with clients is great because there's never a question about if the content is good to go. And it has not only sped up our communication time with clients, but it allows us to communicate with the clients directly in Hey Orca, allowing us to focus more on client communication in the tool versus tons more emails going back and forth. It's a tool we use daily, and we, as well as our clients, can't imagine going back to spreadsheets. See how you can seamlessly plan for multiple clients and get content approvals in the ultimate sandbox for marketing at heyorca.com. So let's get into this week's episode number 53, how to get your brand to stand out in a crowd. In today's episode, we one thing we were kind of brainstorming, uh, Megan, Jordan, and I, what do we want to talk about? Because we've covered a lot of different things in the past 52 episodes that we've done. And we've just been seeing a lot of really amazing things that brands have been putting out there lately. So one thing is we composed a bunch of different um, brands that are just doing some really cool stuff right now that we wanted to show off. So um, Jordan, I'll kind of have you start, but do you kind of want to talk about like one brand right now that you see that's just doing some really great stuff in the industry? Yeah, one of the brands that even we have talked about internally here just doing some cool stuff is Hershey's. Um, I think sometimes as marketers, we try to overcomplicate things um, and try to be too creative or too witty or or things like that. But I think Hershey's is doing a really uh, effective job on some of their social posts you'll see now, some of the ads that uh, they're doing. They're, they're very simple. They have uh, just single solid color background uh, on the images, and then they have the products in the forefront either as an animation or something that just pops really quick. And I think... Um, you know, the the stuff that I've seen from them has been really eye-catching, and it's it's super simple. Like, it doesn't have to be super flashy or, or things like that. So those are, um, you know, the ads that I've seen from them have been really cool and have stood out to me. And then for Hershey's, are they, what type of, like, posts, when you say, like, that, like, a bright color in the background and then an image, are they doing, like, more videos, or what is that content? How are they creating that? So some of them are more so 
like short videos or animations. So one would be like a yellow background with a glass of chocolate milk um, in the foreground and then a spoon stirring the, the chocolate. Or one would be like a blue background and then they have a candy bar pop in and kind of break apart. So stuff that's kind of animated, but nothing too crazy as far as video goes. Cool. Um, but enough to be eye-catching and, and memorable. They've been doing some really cool behind-the-scenes stuff of these posts as well. Yeah, showing the kind of how they do it. Like, I saw one where they twist a s'more uh, that you were showing me before. I thought that was really cool to see kind of how it comes together. Yeah, you get to see the final post that they did, which is awesome and mouthwatering, but then you see how they <laughs> how they made it too, yes, which is definitely. fun. So they're not only using like the final post in their content strategy, but they're also using how they make it in their strategy as well. Yeah, which I think is kind of refreshing because cool. you don't see a lot of brands that are doing the whole behind the scenes yeah, thing. Revealing the secrets. Yes. <laughs> the secret to the sauce. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, and with Hershey's too, I mean, that's Hershey's is a huge brand, obviously, but a lot of the brands we're going to talk about today, you know, they are big brands, but they can give you a ton of inspiration. So you might go to the Hershey's Facebook page and start looking at, oh, I love how they use that bright colored background. Like you can start incorporating that into your brand, no matter how big you are. So I'm hoping that some of this inspires um, those listening on small things that they can start tweaking in their strategy as well. Definitely. So Hershey's is a great one. Um, Megan, what's one of them that you had talked about doing too? Um, so Jordan touched on the whole simple is better type of thing. Um, mine's not exactly as simple, but it's Reynolds <laughs> Kitchen. So I don't know if you guys are familiar, but Reynolds Kitchen, they make the products that are like tinfoil and parchment paper and baking dishes and stuff. So I'd say it's not as exciting of a product as chocolate, <laughs> but um, they really actually, at first glance, they don't really show any of their products on their Instagram. So what they're doing is it's just this um, big dinner table, basically, when you look at the grid. And it's showing um, food that you can make with it. Basically, it's showing the audience how they can use the products um, without actually showing the products. So it's more of like showing how to incorporate it into your lifestyle. I think um, a takeaway from this is that you don't always need to show your products. Um, It's just showing how you can actually use them. So yeah, I really like how they're doing that. That's so interesting because, yeah, when I think of Reynolds Kitchen, like I instantly think of the tinfoil. That's like the first thing. And I'm like, how do you make that cool yeah, without a just- Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big takeaway is because like even if your products aren't something you think that would be cool on social media, there's a way to spin it. Um, and if you do pop onto their Instagram, I think the links will be below. You'll see that some of the photos just have recipes of food that you can make. And it's driving traffic to their website, to their recipe tab. But also there will be videos on there just mixed in. And when you click into the photo, you'll see a video of the product being used. So they're kind of they're playing around with it. And I think they do a really good job. So would you say they're also doing kind of like Hershey's that like video quick um, motion um, into all of their content? Yep. Yeah, that's kind of a common theme with a lot of brands now. Yeah, I think adding video is really great to just like get that engagement from people and to just show how your products are actually used and how they're made maybe too. Okay, so I saw Jordan put this one on there, and I get targeted with these ads all the time for RX Bar. Yeah, those ones <laughs> just a few months ago started. I see them all the time. We now, must be their just, target demo because yeah, we're just all started popping up all the I time. Know I am. But I love them. I, I had never heard of the product before before this, and then I started seeing these ads. And so I, going back to the whole simplicity thing, I 
their packaging is super simple. You know, just list literally on the front, just lists out the ingredients. So do you want to explain what an RX bar is to the people who maybe don't know what haven't been targeted with yeah. an ad? So it's, from what I gather, just a protein bar um, that has very, I think they're one of their kind of slogans is there's no BS. So it's just a few ingredients. They list those as kind of their product uh, design. And then the ads are super, super simple. And what caught my attention was I saw a video for uh, one of them and Ice T, the rapper, <laughs> was, was in what? it. And I was like, so the reason it caught my attention, it's like, what are these two unseemingly relatable things have to do with each other like why is iced tea in this protein bar ad and then so you press play on it or it starts playing and it's uh the the packaging of one of the 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 bars opens up like it's a door and iced tea pops out and he just (laughs) says this really wasn't turning your or this really wasn't worth turning your sound on for and then the door closes (laughs) and that's it and i was like I love it. That's it has nothing awesome. to, nothing it. to do with the, the product at all, but it caught my attention, and now we're talking about it. But I thought it was funny to see just two things that aren't related at all, and they come together to make a memorable ad. So those, I think whenever there's an element of humor that uh, like that in, in an ad, that always catches my attention. I love yeah. that because yeah, it, it definitely like it stands out. Like you don't have to always do what everyone else does. Yeah, you can do something weird and off the cuff like that. Yeah, I think the whole thing with their whole thing being like no BS. I think that's the reason they picked Ice T because he's a like no BS guy. So <laughs> yeah, but it's just funny the way there's a few ads that are kind of along that along that vein. But yeah, those were really good, and I see them all the time. Well, and going back to to like just the the product design of the RX bars like. I mean, and so many things you buy nowadays when you go to the grocery store, the what's actually in it is kind of hidden and very in tiny print under the nutrition facts on the back. Yeah. So the fact that that, that is their whole design, it is right on the front, you know exactly what's mm-hmm. in it. And I love how they incorporate that into their marketing because um, it just really ties it in together. So it's like I see it in their marketing and I see it when I walk into the grocery store to buy it. Yeah, yeah that's that's a great one. Um, another one that we have on here, going from RX the more healthy to Denny's Diner. <laughs> Gotta get <Yeah>. a range. <laughs> well, they're both kind of latching onto something weird. So I don't know if you guys follow Denny's Diner, but um, you definitely should because <laughs> it's hilarious what they're doing. Um, basically, there's not really much about Denny's going on there. It's um, a lot of puns, really funny. The graphics are quite odd, actually. But I think what they're doing is really starting a conversation around their brand. And that's a big thing right now is they're just making people talk because I don't know about you guys, but I don't really think about Denny's Diner when I want to go out to breakfast. Um, But now I think about Denny's all the time because I follow them and I kind of want to go there now. But um, I would advise to check out their Instagram because it's really funny. But so what kind of stuff are they like posting on there? Is it just I'm I'm picturing in my head like memes or something? (laughs) So it's not memes. Exactly. It's um odd photoshop photo so <laughs> there's one where there's like a baby swimming in what would look like a ball pit but it's a bunch of um sunny side up eggs oh. or they have a chicken finger with a ring on it playing off of the <laughs> proposal i'm trying to think of some other ones so, so it's so it's food related it's, it's, it's kind mm-hmm. of related to their brand a yep. l- very loosely but very loosely it's got the food that they would be cooking up obviously there's um, a lot of pancakes on there too 
but even their captions are super, super funny. Like it kind of looks like someone's going off the wall when you read them, but it's making people talk. They have a ton of followers. I don't know. Let me see. I've got it pulled up here. 200, 281K followers on Denny's Diner. Wow. Their most recent post is a girl studying for an eggs ham. <laughs> and it's an exam, but it's ham with eggs. Oh, so I need to follow this account. Right just give you guys an idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Instagram is such a like visual, like, you know, kind of just showcasing your artistic side. So I feel like mm-hmm. the graphic designer, whoever does those images, is having the time of their life. Oh, like, yeah, they're definitely you know. having fun with it. <laughs> There's this really cool artist. We've done some stuff with collaboration with him. Um, if you go on Instagram, it's um, Dr. Maxwell Jr. And he oh, creates... I started following him. He, his is yeah. really cool. We did a, um, a campaign with him a while ago with Pepsi. And he creates these like beautiful um, installations, but they're on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And so he'll take like a picture mm-hmm. of you or l- use like different pieces of like, let's say the Pepsi logo or the Mountain Dew logo that we had. And he'll incorporate it into his artwork and put it on Instagram. And it's just really fascinating and weird and i like how all of them even though they're different installations they still blend together when you're looking at the page as a whole yeah if you go to his instagram account as you scroll through it like all ties in like it goes from like one story to the next and there's these i I can't even explain it It, like you just have to see it it's just so visually beautiful um that's a really cool one to check out for some design inspiration too but the denny's thing reminded me (laughs) So we have Denny's. Oh, gosh, these are so good. Um, And then the other one we talked. Okay, and I saw this and I was like, what? I've never heard of this brand before. Bird Dogs Shorts. Bird Dog Shorts. The This also just randomly showed up in my feed a while back. And it's so I think the founder of it came from uh, Lululemon. Okay. And basically just ripped off their idea and said, <laughs> I'm going to make use the same principle i'm going to make shorts for men and just straight like in their marketing they straight up say that they uh they use quotes from they were on shark tank and it's like there's on shark tank they told them oh great idea but this is never going to work and they use that in their their marketing so they're they're very edgy as far as kind of their brand tone if you go to their instagram page it's all um it's kind of like pictures of guys wearing these shorts, but then they also incorporate like humor and jokes. And what was the one we said? We saw something earlier uh, when we were looking at these. Something about the shorts you wear like when you break up with your girlfriend or something. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of their tagline, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? So, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said before, like if you can make me laugh with an ad, it's it's memorable to me. But I just like how they're just straight up using the the quotes about oh, this product will never work or anything like that into their marketing. And I was like, hey, I might I might have to get a pair of these. Kind of like stick it to the man a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Like you say it's not going to work. Well, I'm going to use that Watch to advertise. Yeah. Yeah. So like obviously that type of marketing isn't going to work for every brand. But I think with the tone and brand that they've created, it definitely fits with their vibe. So unique. So unique. Um, another one, and this is a local business, actually. It's called Crisp and Green. Um, yeah. I love that place. Me too. So do you explain a little bit about what Crisp and Green is and then talk about um, what they're doing with their branding? Yeah. So Crisp and Green, it's um, basically salads, bowls, um, just a local restaurant that's really healthy, natural food. And they make it there for you, kind of grab and go. And it's a nice restaurant to eat in as well. Um, they're local in Minnesota. And I think they're doing a really good job on their Instagram right now. Um, I 
brought them up because I think they do a great job of connecting with the community and making their brand and their business seem more personal. They um, have a lot of organic photos. They're, all their photos are inside or around their business. They feature a lot of their employees too. Um, just making that connection with the people that are going to be there. They, I don't know, I just do think, I think they do a great job of making it more personal and that's something that people should probably do more of. Well, they have such a, like a unique concept because it's like a, the best way I can describe it is kind of like the Jimmy John's of like healthy eating. Yep. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you can go in, it's a line, you pick what you want, you get through the line. Um, and it's all like fresh, organic food that you know is you're going to feel better after eating that meal. Yep. And so they just have this beautiful color palette to work with, with all these like salads and greens. Mm-hmm. And so their Instagram account, um, I would definitely check them out. Crisp and green. It's just freaking gorgeous. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> clean account. It makes you want to eat there. Definitely. And when you walk into their space, too, they have like the the neon, um, those neon lights. It's a very Instagrammable place, I would say. Yeah, I I do take a lot of Instagrams there. If anyone from there is listening, they probably know. (laughs) I've seen a lot of my photos from there. But yeah, I just think they do a really great job of just connecting with the people around them. Well, I know last time I was in there, they had something up on one of the walls that said if you post a photo of yourself at um, Crispin Green, you'll be entered to win like a $100 gift card or something there. Mm-hmm. And so you people, you can just see they're getting the best gram they can yeah. get and tagging them. And so another cool idea for your brand if you're trying to get more user content creation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the other thing you have on here, too, is talking about ambassadors for the, with them. Yeah. So I, talk a little bit more about that. I believe they have some ambassadors, too. So um, just some people around the cities that they have to post a certain amount of times per month, probably. I'm not really sure, but it's just getting more user-generated content in a way to um, just get photos of their brand out there more than just them. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that's really, especially for... Um, kind of local businesses like that, getting, finding ways to get that user generated content yep. is huge. Yeah. What's the difference between an ambassador and an influencer? Is um, it the same? Is it just a different term for the same thing? Or wh- why do they, why do you call it an ambassador versus? I feel like an influencer um, works with multiple different brands. Um, whereas an ambassador, I'm pretty sure Crispin Green has an application that you fill out to become an ambassador for them. So um, you're reaching out to them. I think that would be the yeah, difference. Yeah, and that's so funny because my interpretation of ambassador is someone who probably like doesn't get paid as much. Like an influencer, you you pay them to like post about it. Where mm-hmm. an ambassador just loves you so much. Yeah, you can give them free product and they will just run with it. Yep. Um, but I know every brand is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw another one in there. Going from the healthy to not healthy again. Um, I grew up in Red Wing, Minnesota. Red Wing boots, if anyone has heard of them, um, are yeah. from there. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely um, not very healthy to eat. <laughs> don't eat, don't, don't eat shoes. <laughs> but there's a tiny little bakery in Red Wing next to Red Wing Boots there, and it's called Hannish Bakery and Coffee Shop, and it's been there forever. And just recently, they I talked about this on the podcast I think a long time ago because they just keep blowing up. Like every time they post something, they're up to eighteen thousand fans on Facebook. They're this tiny little bakery. And this one of the sons ended up taking over the social media a while ago. And he calls himself the Doughboy. And <laughs> he will do these like Facebook lives in the morning of him just like joking around, making bread, making donuts. 
and people go crazy over it. So even if you are just like one small location, there's so much potential with social media. Um, Facebook lives are huge. And just again, going back to the humor, he's just quirky and weird. I mean, he calls himself the Doughboy. So I mean, (laughs) he's he's a fun guy. Um, But their page has some really great stuff on it too. If you want to check them out, Hannish Bakery and Coffee Shop in Red Wing. (laughs) I think to piggyback off that a little bit is that just showing that there's a real person also behind yeah. the phone, behind the It's not all the just media. a brand. There's actually people that... Yeah. Becomes more relatable up. and... Yeah. I've noticed too with like the bigger brands, when even you like comment on something, if you get a response, they'll actually put their initials on it. Oh, um, to say like yeah. who is responding to yeah, it. Yeah, because if it's a bigger team that's doing the community management, again... For smaller brands, you don't need to do that. But mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting. Like, oh, yeah, but I'm working with TJ. And he responded yeah. back to this. And then Katie responded back to this one. Um, so I've noticed some big brands are doing that as well to, again, add that personal touch. Yeah. Well, I think that that just goes back to customer service. Like, if, if you ever email a company or, you know, a phone call or whatever, they're going to introduce themselves by name mm-hmm. when you call them or when they email back, you're going to get their name and their signature. So why not, when you're interacting with somebody on social media, include that? Right. As well. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. So let's also talk about, I know you guys had um, some stuff about ads. You want to talk about different ad types that are kind of cool and utilizing um, that bigger brands are utilizing. So do you want to touch on those a little bit? Yeah. I think one of, one of the brand or brand, one of the ad types that both Megan and I had talked about that we both really like are carousel ads. I think they're, for me, I think, um, they're just more visually appealing. Uh, I, per- I personally engage with them a lot more than just ads that are static images. I really like the ones that are um, multiple images, but they all blend together as you're scrolling through them. Um, I think those, again, are a lot more visually appealing and just get me to interact with the with the ads mm-hmm. more so than I would with you know another ad that might just pop up in my feed. Yeah, and with those carousel ads even if it's showing three different photos instead of it all blending together, like Jordan was saying, like I think it's cool that you can show three different products maybe that you sell with three different links. It just allows you to get more out of your ad. And like Jordan said too, I engage a lot more with them. I'm always clicking through them and I do click the links to go to the website sometimes because it's always some clothing I've been shopping for (laughs) on a website and it works. Those retargeting ads are so crucial. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have your Facebook retargeting pixel set up, um, definitely do. If you have no clue what I'm talking about, Google it, and you can see, probably watch a YouTube video on how to install it. But that's a game changer there. Getting people who have been to your website to remember, remind them to come back um, is huge. That's that that's one of the things I was going to say is whenever I go to Amazon or B&H or whatever and I come back to Instagram or Facebook, Suddenly, there's an ad with all five of the things I just yep. looked at. Yep. Like, how does this happen? <laughs> like, I understand that you know I'm looking at stuff, but literally the five products I was looking at on your site are there for me again to remind me that I didn't buy them. Didn't buy them. Yep. Or maybe entice you with like a 10% off code yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Sometimes I almost, and maybe it's just because I've been trained now, I, I'll start to do that where like if I go to a website, I know that if I wait a little bit, I'll get a pop-up for a coupon. So it's like I'll shop a little bit, I'll leave, and I'll come back because I know I'll get the coupon. Oh, you play the game. <laughs> she understands. <laughs> Being a marketer, you know, kind of yeah. check the system a little bit. Um, there's also this really cool... Um, 
like a widget you can install on your computer called Honey. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah, I yeah. have. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a little thing you can install on your desktop. And what it does is whenever you go shopping, Honey will like find all these promo codes online. When I was shopping for like stuff for my wedding, it saved me so much money. Um, but it automatically inserts the promo code when you check out. And it'll say, Honey just saved you $20 on your purchase. So instead of going online and trying to find the promo codes yourself, it nice. just automatically inserts So is that them. free? Yeah, it's free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does it show you how much money you saved over time? It does. <laughs> oh. It does. Okay. It has all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a little tool. I Actually, I got targeted by an ad by Honey on Facebook. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I go shopping all the time online. So I downloaded it. And now I've been using it for the past year. And I really like it. So I'll have to get that. Yeah. yeah. Honey, it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, and then the other one you had on here too, and I think this one is so good, the Dollar Shave Club. Oh, yeah. They're like, it's kind of similar lines of bird dogs. If you can make me laugh again, I'll at least, at very least, continue checking checking out your brand, <laughs> even if I don't use use your product. So I, I think a couple years ago, um, I saw kind of a more lengthy video. I don't remember if it was on Facebook or YouTube or what, but um, I think it was the founder, CEO, kind of walking through their facility and just like throwing stuff around and and doing stuff like this. And I think their name lends to intrigue too. People, you know, oh, it's only a dollar. Like that'll pique people's interest. But I think just throwing in the the humor again, um, if you can use it effectively, definitely can get people to check out your ads and your products. Well, the Dollar Shave Club too, I know I get targeted with ads for them all the time because they're always like, you know, razors don't have to be pink and like directed towards females. So I really appreciate that. Like, you know, this is for everybody. This is the razor for everyone. Um, So I get hit with those ads a lot too and I think they're really clever. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I do just think too, going off of that, that humor does win a lot in that if you don't need to be so professional with your brand that you can tap into some wittiness and humor in your posts. It'll engage more people. People will be more likely to follow and read your content, I think. That's how it is for me, at least. Yeah, definitely let loose a little bit. um, Mm -hmm. Make the content a little more fun and creative. And I know like some brands out there, you know, maybe it's like the medical industry. You do have to be a little more professional and um, how do I say, like just a lot more like targeted with what you're saying to be be careful but if you have to be like that with a copy then maybe be more creative when it comes like the brand colors like maybe some brighter pops of color but Mm -hmm. yet your messaging is very on point professional and exactly direct to what you need it to be yeah so there's different ways you can kind of play with that whether that's copy or design but even like medical stuff i think i've seen some billboards around town from like I don't remember the the brand. It's one of the hospitals in town, but they've even played off of, you know, what you kind of expect when you go to an emergency room and they're like, not your wait 45 minutes at the emergency yeah. room hospital or mm-hmm. whatever. And so they've even, even though they do have to be a little more buttoned up because I don't want, I don't want to go into a, a doctor's office thinking that my doctor's just going to joke around with me <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my doctor's a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, Sold. they still have incorporated enough humor yeah. to make me, I don't remember the brand, but to make me remember at least I saw a billboard for yeah. it. Yep. So there is a way, even if you are a more buttoned up, more professional industry, that humor can get you to stand out a little bit. Yeah, sure. if not humor, just more conversational. Maybe. Yeah. Just That's- like... A little more, a little looser, not as buttoned up. Yeah. 
Um, I cannot remember the brand what it's called either that you're talking about, but yeah, they have billboards and um, buses all over town, and it's yeah, they have these really great taglines. Yep. Gosh, we'll have to, we'll find the link for it and we'll put it in the show notes yeah. of the of the feed because that's some really good stuff. So everything we talked about today, because we covered a lot of different brands, what are some points of advice you guys could give the people listening right now um, as kind of just a tie-in to tie it all up? What the, what should they be doing? So I think a common thread between all of these brands and what they're doing on social media is that they don't, they're not necessarily on there to sell a product. Um, they're using it to make people talk more. You don't have to use social media just to sell your products. Yeah, I think they're, it's it's more about the experience and the feel that you get when you look at these products and not necessarily them being salesy and just throwing product out at you just to sell it. They're, like you said, trying to create that conversation and get people talking. Yeah, create a conversation and drive the traffic to your website. Then on sure. your website, sell the product. Yeah, love it. Um, all the links we talked about in today's podcast will be in the show notes for episode 53 at com slash EP53. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed Podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered right to you every Wednesday. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Megan and Pat, as always. Thank you. We will Ooh. see you guys all next week. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell. Today's episode is sponsored by Hey Orca. Hey everyone, my name is Joe. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Hey Orca. We actually have really great reviews on our uh, our application. So if you type Hey Orca reviews on Google, you'll see the first results G2 Crowd. Um, It's publicly sourced uh, reviews from our community. And so you'll be able to look at what benefits and what business problems they're solving, which is mostly time management as well as uh, client relationship. And if you want to take the next step, all you have to do is request a demo. It's really quick. We'll set you up with an account. We just want to understand what your use case is. And then, like I said, we're really, really hands-on, making sure that you uh, are getting value even during your demo and your trial, uh, trial stage and making sure that we're a good fit. If we're not a good fit, we'll always recommend something else that's uh, that's better suited for your use case. See how you can seamlessly plan for multiple clients and get content approvals in the ultimate sandbox for marketing at heyorca.com.